Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. How did you get involved in hypnotherapy in the first place? Um, a rather strange story in a way. My father, um, who had been trying to stop smoking for many, many years um, with no success, happened to see a hypnotherapist one day to, in an effort to become a non-smoker. And it worked. It works. Yeah. <laughs> my father's a scientist by profession, and he couldn't understand how this had worked. It didn't make sense to his sort of scientific left brain. Um, you know, he went to see this man who laid him in a chair and relaxed him and talked to him softly about being a non-smoker. And after that, he didn't want cigarettes anymore. So what happened is he became very interested in the subject of hypnosis. He began to read up about it and became so fascinated that he trained as a hypnotherapist and started working privately as a hobby from home, uh, seeing clients. I uh, came to a situation in my life where <clears throat> I was looking for another job. <clears throat> me. And my, my father said, well, why don't you try being a hypnotherapist? So I trained, and I was very lucky. It was like coming home for me. I, it, it just suited me. Um, I always say some people are natural therapists, and I'm very fortunate that I'm a natural therapist. And uh, so I got started seeing clients, and uh, nearly 30 years later, here I am. Good for you. Now, how did you evolve into past life regression work? Well, that's an even stranger story <laughs> because <laughs> I was just a standard hypnotherapist, seeing clients, just doing what we call post-hypnotic suggestion therapy, which is where we take a client into trance and we feed the subconscious mm -hmm. with positive suggestions. Um, and that was okay. And then a few months into my career, a young man came in his early 20s with a severe anxiety state. And, um, I mean, it was such a severe anxiety state. He was shaking and hyperventilating oh, and geez. stammering. thought he was dying, he didn't he? in my office. Sorry? He thought he was probably dying or something. Well, well funnily enough, <clears throat> it connected back to a death in a past life which he didn't know about. Um, so his subconscious thought he was dying. Um, and... You know, he was in such a bad state. that I, I took him into trance and guided him into a nicely relaxed state. I then, and he relaxed completely. It was beautiful to see. He just completely slumped in the chair. He was in a lovely deep mm -hmm. trance state. And I was thinking, okay, I'll just give him some suggestions about becoming more relaxed, etc. And then about 10 minutes into the session, all of a sudden, without any warning, he started to shake. His whole body started shaking, and his head was going from side to side. And then he started to, to half whisper and half shout. And he was saying, no, 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 hide, hide, hide in here, quickly, they're coming, they're coming, hide, no, be quiet, Jeez. be quiet, be quiet. And he was very still, and then all of a sudden... He started to scream and yell, and his body was writhing, and he was screaming, No! No, no, no! No, not the children! Not the children! No, 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 no! And then he screamed and screamed, and then he slumped in the chair, completely quiet. Well, I was shocked, as you can imagine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was oh not gosh. expecting this. <laughs> um, and he was just totally quiet. So I said to him, how do you feel? Are you okay? Eyes open or closed at the time? His eyes were closed. All the way through, his eyes were closed. Yeah. And he said, I feel wonderful. 
I feel absolutely wonderful. I feel completely calm. He said, I've never felt this relaxed in my life before, ever. So I said, what was happening? He said, it was weird. He said, it was like I was in another body in another time. Um, soldiers were looking for me and my family. We were hiding. Um, that, there were Nazis. And, and then they found us and they shot us all. Oh, he said, what was that about? I said, okay, well, I think you've been in a past life. I knew about past lives, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I hadn't traded in them. And I said, how are you? He said, I just feel absolutely marvelous. And you know, George, that severe anxiety state that he'd always had, and it had got worse and worse as he got older, was completely cured in 10 minutes. Amazing. And I sat there and thought, why don't I know about this? This is important. This is so important. Why on earth don't I know about this? He had spontaneously regressed. Um, so I got some information from an American Past Life Association and started then up becoming more open to the possibility of past lives and started to develop working with in regression with clients to such a degree now that the vast majority of my hypnotherapy sessions are regression sessions where the client goes back into the past to open up and release the causes, the root causes of their problems. I was going to say, by going back into the other past life where he was uh, killed and his family was killed by the Nazis, how did that make him relieve his anxieties in his other life, this one? Well, the, the, the regression model is that all of our issues come from locked-in feelings and emotions from past traumas. Now, those traumas take place in three different areas. In this present lifetime, of course, and many of us carry trauma from childhood, etc. In past lifetimes, and in the lives of our ancestors, so we can inherit traumas from ancestors as well. Now, by going back into the root causes, it releases the emotions, the energy that has been locked in the subconscious, which is causing the problem in the first place. And when that emotion is released, whether it's anger or sadness or fear or anxiety or even guilt, then the problem just dissolves away. I'm interested, Steve, what was your second case? Because after the first, I got to believe that you were starting to seek other people. Yes, I mean, what, what started to happen, I started to realize that the standard model of work for a hypnotherapist, which is simply to relax a client and feed the mind with post-hypnotic suggestions, just wasn't strong enough. So I started to open up then the possibility of working with the causes of the problems. And um, again, quite early on, um, maybe not the second case, but quite early on, I had a gentleman who came to me to stop smoking. Um, now, he was a, an ex-professional rugby league player. Rugby, of course, is the pretty rough game over here where men pile in and women pile into each other with a strange shaped yeah, ball. This is like um, our, our, your, your, our, our version of football. It is, actually, yes. Yeah, yeah. very similar. Yeah, just as brutal. So this fellow was a, a big, strapping bit, great big chap. who had, uh, he, he was an ex-professional player, so he'd started smoking. And he wanted to stop because he wanted to be as healthy as he was years ago. And I did a standard um, stop smoking session with him where, again, feeding the mind with suggestions. And 
he left my office and he felt fantastic and looking forward to a life as a non-smoker. And then about three weeks later, his wife called me one morning. Uh, in fact, I just arrived at my office and the phone was ringing and it was her. And she said, Steve, she said, um, since he came to see you to stop smoking, he hasn't had a cigarette. He hasn't wanted a cigarette. But he has been like a bear with a sore head. He started off being grumpy. And over the last three weeks, he's become more and more angry until yesterday, last night at dinner, sitting there with the children, and I said something to him, and he completely flipped. He went berserk. He started screaming and yelling. He swept all of the dishes off the table onto Jeez. the floor. He was he was almost out of control, she said. He then started to smash cups in the and crockery in the kitchen. He started to pull doors off the kitchen walls. Um, he said, she said, I was terrified. She said, I thought he was going to kill me. She said, I grabbed the children. We dashed into the car. We locked the door. The doors, and as I'm driving away from him down the street, he's running after us, screaming at the top of his voice. She said, me and my children, we spent last night at my mother's. Um, Steve, she said, does this normally happen when somebody comes to you to stop smoking? <laughs> I said, No. Not at all. No, far uh, from have you spoken to him today? And uh, basically, he, she'd spoken to him. He'd been just sitting sobbing all night in the kitchen, um, completely ashamed of himself. Do you think it's healthy, Steve, that all of uh, that everybody have a past life regression just to see what they were, who they were? I think the vast majority of people would massively benefit from it. Massively benefit from it. I think so, it. too. Because when we went into his, he came back to see me. There were four past lives which were causing all of that anger. And we worked through all of the four past lives and released them, completely calmed the anger down, and then he was able to stop smoking without a problem. Um, and the past lives were pretty awful. In one of them, he was in the Second World War as a soldier. All of his buddies got killed, and he survived. And uh, he was just bereft in that life and uh, felt full of guilt because they died and he hadn't. Why do we carry our past lives with us? I'm not sure why. Um, I just know that we, we do. Uh, it's just a, a sort of a factor of being mm -hmm. a, a human being or a, a spiritual being in a physical body, which I do believe we are. And I've always heard that you could have hundreds of past lives. That seems like a lot to me. It's thousands in most cases, George. Jeez. It is thousands. Are they all I mean, similar type lives too, Steve? Well, there can be... No, they're, they're, I mean, I think the concept of reincarnation, or the traditional concept, is that we have to live many lifetimes to experience many, many things in order to grow as souls. And then we don't have to come back and get reborn anymore. Um... And we've done everything, you know, we've killed, we've been killed, we've loved, we've been lovers, we've been rich, we've been poor, we've been high, we've been low. Um, and it appears that our growth as a soul is sort of predicated on, on the experience that we have as, uh, in human form and in animal form, because I've certainly had some clients who have been animals in past lives. We have a caller who will probably call you tonight when we take phone calls next hour, who claims to be the reincarnated Cleopatra. 
And this lady, her name's Louise, she knows things about Cleopatra that 99% of us don't know. I mean, it's, it's uncanny. Now, either she studied it a lot or what, but I mean, she remembers things and everything. And I, I hope she does call because you can quiz her and uh, give me your thoughts yeah, yeah. On, on, on that. Okay. Yes, that's good. And I have, I mean, one of the, I mean, I know that past life regression is a controversial subject. Um, and, but one of the myths about it is that we've all been famous in past lives. You know, we've all been Henry VIII or Cleopatra. Right, always somebody, not the pool boy. Not the exactly. <laughs> but it, I mean, I will say that having done thousands, thousands of past life regressions, um, the chances for me of picking up—I I have seen some people who have been very famous in past lives, but generally, ninety-nine percent of people. Uh, just as you say, the pool boy, simple as. And nothing wrong with being the pool boy, but uh, we're talking about people of notoriety, I guess. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I, my first book, which was Famous Past Lives, I cover this, where um, I had a client who came to me who um, became, well, she came to me because of a, uh, a strange experience. She was working in an office, and a, a man in the office who she got on very well with uh, passed her a file and touched her hand. And she immediately had this uh, vivid image which came into her mind's eye of a, of a woman in a long dress uh, with, strong, with long reddish hair in an old panelled room. And she felt very frustrated. And she called me a week after this had happened to say, I cannot get this feeling out of my body. I cannot get this image out of my head. What is it? So I said, it could be past life, come and see me. Mm-hmm. So I guided her into trance, and she opened up the memory, which began of standing in this old room, waiting for somebody to arrive, feeling very frustrated. And as she laid in my chair, with her eyelids closed in trance, she was literally strumming her fingers on the sides of the chair in frustration. And then the door opens, and a man walks in, and it's the love of her life. And they fall into each other's arms and kissed. And um, this was obviously the man in the office who passed her the file. So I thought this was just a fairly normal past life experience. So I guided her through a little bit further on into the life. And then she saw herself in front of a, a room of people all looking at her, sitting on an old throne. And a man came over and said, Your Majesty, and bowed to her. Wow. And I realized then something a bit more special was happening. We actually found that she was the reincarnation of Queen Elizabeth I. I love that. um, From England, of course. Uh, One of the most famous people in history. Do you find that with past lives, people migrate to other people that they were with in the other life? Yes, all the time. What it appears that happens is when we die, we... Uh, our soul moves into a cluster of other souls. So over many lifetimes, there are groups of souls who are very close to us and then other souls who are a little bit further away who are less significant. Of those souls which are in the the cluster around our soul, you could say, are the souls that we reincarnate with over and over who become parents, uh, husbands, wives, lovers, children, etc., 
and we sort of change sex from life to life sometimes and um, sometimes we're, we are we, we maybe our mother's parents in a past lifetime so we do uh, stay within these sort of soul groups very much over many lifetimes why or how taking them back to regress to their past life does that cure a problem or phobia in their current life how does that how does that occur well the often the the problem now will often almost be a mirror of what has happened in the past life and many times it's the death in the past life which causes the problem now so i would suggest about 60% of past life therapy is death therapy is releasing death trauma listen to more coast to coast am every weeknight at 1am eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more